Welcome to episode number 25 of Deep Dark Tunnel. I'm here with Atlanta producer, DJ, and graphic designer, pop star Benny. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, Just a tiny bit sick, but, you know, I'm chilling. All righty. Now, right off the bat, I just want to get into it. Walk me through your creative process. For you, what does making a track look like from opening up your DAW to taking it out? Um, Yeah, my creative process is kind of split into, like, two ways. Um... Because like there was once a time where I like would make myself make beats every day, but like I did that for like months and months and then got like so burnt out. I didn't like make any beats for like three or four months. So now I just like kind of do it when I'm feeling it. So, I mean, it might be like, you know, a couple of days between making beats or like a whole like, you know, month or so between, but I kind of just like wait until, um, you know, I'm feeling it to start like creating. So like, I'll just, you know, have my phases where I'm stacking beats. And um, yeah, I definitely like to just live real life to get like re-inspired, just like see movies, hang out with folks, you know, just have stuff to get me recharged and then like embedded into the music. And then like once I got a decent bit of like beat stack, the second half of my process is just like thinking who would be cool on it. Um, there was once a time where I was kind of doing the climbing the producer ladder type thing, like feeling like, okay, I gotta, you know, get stuff with this person who's at a certain caliber, or this person at a certain caliber. But like at this point, I just kind of, um, you know, I just kind of look for folks who like are cool and exciting. Um, so yeah, once I got beat stacked, it's just like about peeping the scene, see who all um, I feel like I can make some cool with and either like getting sessions in with them or just like sending them beats. Pretty much my process. On that, I feel like you have such a broad wave of like artists you work with in terms of, for instance, I found out through your work through like the track you did with Mike, who's an underground rapper, but you have placements for big time rappers like Rod Wave, Six Dogs and people like that. How do you, can you speak on a little bit about the spectrum you have between keeping your foot in the underground wave and keeping your foot into like chart topping artists? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I really just try to keep it into like who excites me um, because like Stuff like Rod Wave, you know, it's like a little bit R&B leaning, but it kind of always have like, you know, a nice up tempo um, like beat to it. So like that kind of gets me going on like it's mixing like real heavy emotional like soundscapes with like, you know, more club slash traditional sounds. Um, Yeah, so just whoever's like exciting and cool, no matter their, um, you know, stature in it, because I feel like I don't know, one way or another, like, either I'll either, like, run into them or just get a chance to, like, send them beats, you know, even if it's, like, a year or two or three. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of, like, let the process be the process. Um, but, yeah, definitely be gravitating towards just whoever's exciting. No yeah, matter definitely. underground, upper ground, lower ground, anything. If, if you're hard, you're hard. Yeah. <laughs> now, how would you classify or describe the music you're making? I know you said stuff like the Rod Wave stuff. It's more, like, emotional soundscape stuff. Um, on a broad spectrum, I kind of feel like my, my sounds are like mixing like super complex or like musical ideas with like just really like groovy, like funky stuff. Like I'd be trying to make sure like that the bouncing drums of it like hit kind of on like a club party level, but like 
sound the actual like sound selection wise you know it might it might be like pop leaning r&b or like you know indie um you know indie like the meeting point of those two worlds A lot of the tracks you have, you sort of act like an executive producer. You're producing all these tracks with a lot of numbers of people on it. So what's it like curating those types of tapes? Like, you know, you have album, Happy Birthday, Benny, Star Status. With so many names on that project, how does that all come about? Man, it's, uh, I mean, it really just goes back into the first process where I was telling you. It's just like everyone on those projects are like, you know, folks who like, I was like listening to on SoundCloud or like maybe see if they're like local Atlanta folks, maybe seeing them around town a good bit. Just like, okay, they're making cool and exciting music. Let me um, do a session with them. Let me do, um, let me send them some beats. Cause that's the like weird thing. I mean, I don't know if it's like that with all producers, but I kind of feel like, like in a way, like maybe it's cause I've been doing it for a second, like curating projects and stuff. Um, I kind of feel like when I do stuff with people, like they kind of expect me to be the one to drop it. So it's like at this point, you know, it kind of do be like seasons of me, like stacking up and just getting a whole bunch of like maybe two or three songs with this person, two or three songs, this person, two or three songs. And then at the end of it, you know, it's like I could just drop them as singles, but like I just kind of be antsy. So I'm like, all right, I got these hard 20 songs. Let me just like package them together and be like, here you go. Yeah. So it's really just like honestly, like notes app dumps <laughs> just like all oh, the collection of like you know having the avenue to release it myself because yeah i feel like if i didn't you know i would just have like these loose kind of vaulted tracks with folks um you know i can kind of like you said curate and control the release as well yeah definitely now i saw you were posting you spent like a few weeks in texas how was that what was that all about man it was um it was beautiful it was it was only a couple of days i want to go back um but it was, it was a couple of days in Houston and then one day in Austin, but like Houston, bruh, I love it. It's just like, it reminded me of Atlanta mm-hmm. in a way. Um, Atlanta just like maybe like two or three times bigger, but definitely like a nice Southern type of relaxedness, you know, easygoing people, everyone we met, um, you know, whether it be like at the stores or the restaurants or just like creatives, like everybody just had like a cool easygoingness about them you know it's just like all across the board just like a cool place to be because i've been to like la and a couple other places but like that's definitely top of the list in terms of experience um but yeah um we went out there because bear he had an interview with um this new podcast cozy vamps in houston and then my boy free hamzy um had a show in Austin. So yeah, we went over, um, spent some time there and that was pretty chill too. I mean, it was like a two and a half hour drive from Houston to Austin. So like we kind of, um, you know, took our time leaving Houston and then like got to Austin in the evening. So like we pretty much just pulled up to the venue and then like kicked it until, uh, you know, it was our time to perform. But yeah, like me, Bear, Mike had, um, well, Mikey, we had like all road, um, lime scooters around Austin for like an hour pretty fun experience for real nice now you recently tweeted that heartbreak doesn't inspire you because why would you make a beat if you're mad so if that's the case what emotions or what drives you to inspire you to make a beat um yeah because i mean i understand the whole like channeling certain emotions into other things but like the way i am personally i mean i feel like 
um because I'll make darker stuff still but like you know I can't like channel it in that place like if I'm upset like you know that's all that's at the forefront of my mind like I can reference that upsetness when I'm feeling better you know and like pull it in but yeah when I'm just I don't know I'm kind of like a moodier guy so like when I'm just like not feeling like comfortable I just like can't create so that's why I like you know I said I kind of once at a time where I was like forcing things and then being like you know I'm feeling off let me just translate into art and then like you know now I kind of think about it as like I should be like embedding like my best feelings into the music you know because I kind of feel like how I don't know like you can hear like irritation in folks voice sometimes like I kind of feel like maybe like in the types of sounds I'm selecting and in types of chords I'm picking like it's gonna be like too sad you know so it's like um yeah like I said I'll definitely like reference those feelings but no nah, I definitely hate like making while just not feeling my best so I definitely just try to do a whole bunch of like rituals in my general day-to-day life to like make sure I'm feeling you know as cool as cozy as like comfortable as possible um but yeah I can like embed that feeling into the music yeah definitely now going through soundcloud you have popstar benny and then right to the right you have suggested artists it's popstar fm filled with mixes mixtapes all sorts of stuff so what is what's popstar fm Uh, popstar fm it's like it's really like a side avenue for like our creative endeavors like the main side that people know is like um the independent label side where we just kind of um just curate like anything we think is cool you know we'll try to put a spotlight on it on like any stage of development like you know it might just be like an artist we find with like you know 200 300 followers and you know we lock in with them like help produce and present their mixtape or you know it might be someone who got a lot going already and we just simply like you know present it or put a spotlight on it but yeah just like across the mixes and releases and um premieres and stuff it's definitely like the main mission is just putting this spotlight on things i mean we kind of like expanded into um events and stuff because we had already um definitely been doing like shows around the city but like we presented our first show earlier this year um in january and that like was super cool sold out bear one boss tony snow muddy maya mercury divine devine yellow bandana and a couple other guests but like yeah it's definitely just um yeah kind of like i'm trying to make an atlanta fool's gold almost because i feel like the thing with fool's gold is like they had a roster of folks but it was more like highlighting like specific projects or like events so that's my thing is like you know we kind of have a main selection of folks that like we work with but it's not like a whole like set in stone roster type thing. It's like we can lock in on a project, but you're still free like to do your own type of, you know, thing. Or, you know, we can involve you in our events, but you know, you're not like stuck with it. So yeah, it's definitely just like a platform for us, like I said, to highlight what's cool. Yeah, definitely. In Atlanta specifically, but in the world. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So nearing towards the end of the episode, you know, what are your plans looking like for the future? Like a year from now, where do you want to see yourself? What are you gonna be doing? And a year from now, I mean, just trying to do what we've already did on like a higher scale, like, you know, how we've already been presenting shows, like start to present shows in Atlanta. I want to like, you know, present whole tours, you know, present experiences across like the entire world, like 
literally pop star worldwide shows. Um, I mean, yeah, and just continuing to find like the coolest, coolest music, coolest art, and put a highlight on it. Just everything we've already did, bigger scale, pretty much is is what I'm focused on. Cause like, I don't know. I kind of feel like everything that's happening like right now in the pop star realm is like what I felt like should have been like happening in like 2017. So like now that like it's catching up, you know, I'm just like, all right, you know, it's possible to get that mission going. Like, so now let's just try to make it like bigger and bigger. Definitely. And last question, who are some artists that you're listening to right now that you want to spread the word about? Give them their flowers, put a spotlight on them. Who do the people need to know? All right. Hold on. Let me, let me go to my sad cloud real quick. For sure. I got I got a whole little playlist of, of everybody low-key and five that I'll be uh, listening to. But definitely Blocks, B-L-O-X-K-Z. Blocks is hard. No, I'm not going to lie. Block, Blocks is one of the hardest, low-keyest folks out. I feel like everybody else... I'm listening to like nah nerd 1k is hard too but yeah now blocks and nerd nerd 1k are definitely like two low-key folks who I feel like the world should get hit to like blocks I kind of feel like is advancing you got a couple joints that's on like some like throwback to like the 1017 era of like music like straight walk of flock of Gucci man type trap so I feel like you know locking in on classic style that's pretty tight but doing it in a 2020 way is hard and then they're at 1k like i feel like he's kind of in that rage slash edm influence round but like i don't know i feel like a lot of people got like copycat styles with it and like he's definitely doing it like in a way with his own twist so yeah blocks and nerd 1k are my two recommendations heavy heavy well pop star benny thank you so much for being on deep dark tunnel where can the people find you on social media and streaming platforms um, it's at Popstar Benny on Instagram, at Popstar Benny on Twitter, at um, Popstar.fm on Instagram, Popstar underscore FM on Twitter. All music listening platforms is just Popstar Benny. Um, SoundCloud, Popstar FM too. You got it. Well, thank you so much for calling down the tunnel. Don't get lost on the way out. <laughs> yes, sir. Now playing Rock Out by Popstar Benny.
underground artist that wants to be featured on Deep Dark Tunnel? Check out our Instagram for more information at Deep Dark Tunnel Radio. Below the city lies a labyrinth of ancient tunnels and mass graves. 